0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hear Me Out podcast. I'm your host Finley Evans and today I'm super excited because um, it is 2024 and 2023 was a great year, but I'm also very excited to see what 2024 has in store for us. Um, And so I just want to encourage everybody to dedicate this year to doing everything you do just for the glory of God. And so at the end of last year, back in November, I put out a podcast about um, how to start praying for and thinking about your word that you wanted to live by in 2024 and just kind of like think how to figure out what the Lord is trying to put on your heart. Um, And so for me... For 2024, what I felt the Lord putting on my heart was the word authenticity. Now, for me, authenticity means to do, like... In everything that I do, I want to be able to give my 100% best. And I want my, for when my yes is on the table, I want it to be my best yes. I want to be able to do it to the very best of my ability and not just kind of be in it half-hearted. Also, like, if anything I say, I want it to be authentic. I want it to be true. Um, And so when you know your word, like I know mine, um, start off by thinking of ways that you can practically and just like simply Uh, apply it to your life Um, and so for me that might be like getting a calendar and keeping all of my events in order and just like um, so I don't get too busy and so that way in everything I do I'm giving my 100% best and but another way I can do it is also just like simply just get a sticky note and write it on the sticky note put it on my mirror put it on my wall put it on my bible um, you know make it your home screen just whatever it is that you need to remind you to be praying this word over your life. So now that those are some practical ways that I can apply this word to my life, some more meaningful ways would be like, let's say I'm kind to a person that it's not always easy to be kind to them. You know, I don't turn around and walk away and like think in my head like, oh, they're so annoying or whatever. But no, like I have the mindset and the heart posture that it's like, no, God made that person fearfully and wonderfully made. So that is why I'm being kind to them because I would want somebody to be kind to me. And so just having the right heart posture towards it and just making sure I'm being authentic about it. So now that I've given you some examples of how I'm going to be applying my word to my life, you can take those and, you know, start figuring out how to apply your word to your life. So I'm going to read 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, and it says, Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. Um, So you see, the Bible clearly tells us to do everything for the glory of God. But for some reason, we still think that we should take our own way or that our own way is going to be better than God's way. And a part of the reason we do this is because, you know, we believe what we have planned out for ourselves is better than what, what God has planned out for us. So I'm going to read a story of someone who trusted God's plan and gave God glory throughout everything he did. And when he did that, his life went the best route it could. So I'm going to be reading part of Joseph's story, Genesis 41, verse 1 through 36. So let's go ahead and jump right in. When two full years passed, Pharaoh had a dream. He was standing by the Nile, when out of the river, came up seven cows, sleek and fat, and they grazed among the reeds. After them, seven other cows, Ugly and Gwant, came up from the Nile and stood beside those on the river bank. And the cows that were Ugly and guant ate up the seven sleek, fat cows. Then Pharaoh woke up. He fell asleep again, and the second dream, seven heads of grain, healthy and good, were growing out on a single stalk. After them, seven other heads of grain sprouted, thin, and scorched by the east wind. Um, the thin reeds of grain swallowed up the seven healthy, full heads. The th- then Pharaoh woke up. It had been a dream. In the morning, his mind was troubled, so he sent for all the magicians and the wise men of Egypt. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but no one could interpret them. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, Today I am reminded of my shortcomings. Pharaoh was once angry with his servants, and he imprisoned them, and the chief baker and the house of the captain of the guard. Each of us had a dream at the same night, and each dream had a meeting of its own. Now a young Hebrew was there with us, a servant of the captain of the guard." We told him our dreams, and he interpreted them for us, giving each man their interpretation of his dream. And these things turned out exactly as he interpreted them to us. I was restored to my position, and the other man was impaled. So Pharaoh sent off for Joseph, and he was quickly brought up from the dungeon. He had shaved and changed his clothes, and then he came before Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream, and no one can interpret it. But I have heard that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. I cannot do it, Joseph replied to Pharaoh, but God will give Pharaoh his desires. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, In my dream I was standing by the bank of the Nile when out of the river came up seven cows, fat and sleek, and they grazed among the reeds. After them seven other cows came up, squawny and very ugly and lean. I had never seen such ugly cows in all the land of Egypt. The lean and ugly cows ate up the seven fat cows that came up first. But... Even after they ate them, no one could tell they had done so. They looked just as ugly as before. Then I woke up. In my other dream, I saw seven heads of grain, full and good, growing on a single stalk. After them, seven other heads sprouted up, withered and thin, and scorched by the east wind. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven good heads. I told this to the magicians, but none of them could explain it to me. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, The dreams of Pharaoh are one and the same. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven heads of grain are seven years. It is one and the same dream. The seven lean, ugly cows that came up forward are seven years, and so are the seven worthless heads of grain scorched by the east wind. They are seven years of famine. It is just as I said to Pharaoh. God had shown Pharaoh what he was about to do. Seven years of great abundance are coming throughout the land of Egypt, but seven years of famine will follow them. Then all the abundance in Egypt will be forgotten, and all the famine will ravage the land. The abundance in the land will not be remembered because of the famine that follows. It will be so severe. The reason the dream was given to Pharaoh in two forms is the matter that he has been fir- that it has been firmly def- decided by God, and God will do it soon. And now let Pharaoh look for a discerning wise man and put him in charge of the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh appoint commissioners over the land to take a fifth of the harvest of Egypt during the seven years of, of abundance. They shall collect food of these good years that are coming to sto- and store up the grain under the authority of Pharaoh to be kept in the cities for food. This should be held in a reserve for the country to be used during the seven years of famine that will be- come upon Egypt so that the country may not be ruined by the famine the plan seemed to go good to Pharaoh to all his officials so pharaoh asked them can we find anyone like this man one whom is in the sphere of god then pharaoh said to joseph since god has made known to you there is no one so discerning and as wise as you you shall be in charge of my palace and all of my people are to submit to your orders only with respect to the throne i will be greater than you so i want to go ahead and circle back to verse 16 where it says where joseph says um, I am not able to, Joseph answered to Pharaoh. It is God who will give Pharaoh the favorable answer. So, you know, Joseph had just gotten out of jail and he had been there for a really long time. So who knows what he's feeling because it is probably really scary to be like, Okay, what's gonna happen next? You know, I've been following God's plan and so I thought it would be good, but now I'm in jail and you know, now I'm getting out, so who knows what's gonna happen next. Um, you know, he has no idea. And so that's probably scary. And it's also really intimidating going to the king. But the first words that come out of Joseph's mouth was Joseph not taking the glory of being able to interpret dreams for himself, but he gave God the glory. Um, and it, And he says, it is not I who can interpret your dream, but God. And when Joseph gives God the glory, he ends up being able to save this whole uh, entire land of Egypt from a seven-year famine, and he also ends up being second in command next to the king. You know, now, if Joseph would have taken all the glory for himself, you know, he wouldn't have received all the blessings that he would have. But since he obeyed God and what God said, he was blessed beyond what he could ever imagine. So in 2024, I want you to work hard to strengthen your relationship with God, and in everything you do. Give God the glory because you never know what's going to be on the other side. It might not always be easy like we saw in Joseph, you know, in Joseph's story. You know, he was in jail for a really long time, but then he ended up coming out and being able to use a gift that God gave him and him giving God the glory for his gift ended up putting him second in command next to the king. Um, And so the whole time Joseph may have been losing hope, you know, he still trusted God. So I just encourage you guys to trust God through your entire rock, no matter what you're going through. So I hope you guys enjoyed and have a great start to 2024.